Welcome to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward, and this week we are chatting with a host of another podcast. Uh, We're talking with Dr. Casey Johnson um, of the excellent and very inspiring and very helpful Unlock Wellness podcast. Um, If you are looking for something every week, well, multiple times a week. She puts out like three episodes a week, which is super impressive to me. Um, But if you're looking for something to kind of get you back on track or just push you into a different uh, way of being, you know, like if you're just sitting there like, I want to be healthier, uh, definitely tune into the Unlock Wellness wellness podcast it's it's really great um a couple like about a month ago i was on the show uh episode number 53 and i realized that i talked that whole entire time and i didn't get to know really anything about casey (laughs) so uh i made a promise to myself i was like oh yeah definitely gonna have her on the show i want to learn more about her want to learn more about her journey and what really inspired her to start uh, her own project because I think it's really important for all of us to have our a project of our own. Um, it doesn't matter what you do for work, but I think doing something that you started and having something that you have put just yourself into is super important. Um, and I've, I started realizing that I read a book by Seth Godin called The Icarus Deception it's one of my favorite books of all time, so definitely check it out. Um, but he's all about like it's not necessarily the safest thing these days to just go about and or go about having a job and having a steady career because careers aren't steady. And so it's very important for you to start something of your own um, and learn the skills that that will help you feel comfortable doing your own project. So really cool. I really wanted to hear Casey's story because I wanted to know why did she start a podcast? What has she learned from the experience? Um, And she's done more than just a podcast. She's written a children's book. She has started a whole project in which they donate um, wellness bags to children in need. So she's really used the podcast as a platform to kickstart all these other really cool things. So uh, she's awesome. Definitely check out all of her stuff. Like I said, Unlock Wellness Podcast. Um, and you can follow her at Dr. Casey Johnson on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, but definitely, definitely uh, give her all the love and support that you can because she is just a really cool, great human being. Um, she's definitely supported this show. She's suggested a few guests. Um And really just, you know, encouragement, you know, which is so cool. And I feel like we've been able to form this really interesting podcast community uh, doing this. So, so yeah, check out all of her stuff, Unlock Wellness and Dr. Casey Johnson. And that's Casey with a K. All right. For all the rest of the Like a Bigfoot episodes, you can uh, subscribe on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud, look on our website, likeabigfoot.com. Or follow me and everything we're doing here uh, on the social medias at Like a Bigfoot. Let's get into the show. This is Like a Bigfoot number 65 with Dr. Casey Johnson of the Unlock Wellness Podcast. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
All right, I want to welcome to the podcast um, someone who's super cool, super awesome, and she has her own podcast called the Unlock Wellness Podcast, uh, Dr. Casey Johnson. And a few months ago, I was honored to be a guest on her show. And at the end, I was like, dude, I just, I talked that whole hour and I feel like I didn't even, I don't even know your story. So, (laughs) so we're going to have her on the show. Awesome. No, hey, what's up, everybody? No, I'm excited. And um, yeah, if you guys are, you know, first off, you know, Chris, your podcast is awesome. And like, um, just funny story, just of how we even connected, like, I was having uh, Bill Psycholic, which he was a guest on on your podcast, which I, I found out, but uh, I was having him as a guest on my podcast. So, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to get a little bit more backstory about Bill before he comes on. So I'm a little bit prepared, you know, and I, I saw that he was a guest on yours. So I'm like, well, I'm going to listen to a few minutes of, of this podcast and see kind of Bill's style and like get a little feel for him a little bit more so I can, you know, make it a, you know, even better conversation and yeah. uh, ended up just, you know, falling in love with uh, like a Bigfoot podcast and, um, <laughs> And like, you know, I have a few podcasts that I listen to. I mean, not like a whole lot. Like, I, you know, I listen to, uh, you know, like Rich Rolls and um, I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. So basically it's like those. So, um, but no, I just like, I liked your vibe and just your energy. And um, it was just, it was just a really great, you like, you just did a really great job. So uh, I shot Chris a message on Facebook. and was like, hey, love the podcast, love what you're doing. And um you know, not just sucking up to you. And I'm not sending every <laughs> podcast there like a shout out, but like, no, but you, you did a really, really, really great job. So oh, thanks. That's awesome. It's funny what like, you know, it, it turns into a little community because it's, yeah. you know, you, you have some people on your show and then you recommended them to me and then vice versa. Yeah. I'm like, how cool is this? This is awesome. We're forming like a, which is crazy because you're all the way across the country in Florida, you know, right. and, uh, we got a little podcast community going on, so that's, yeah. That's really well, it's, cool. you know, it's um, you know, the more you can help each other out, the better. Better. I mean, it's 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 cool, and it's like you know, on, whenever you had Josh Lajani on the podcast, and you know, he's amazing. Um, but you know, like he was saying, it's like he doesn't care going on all these podcasts because it's a whole different audience. Yeah, and um, it's just a different reach. It's a different conversation, and you know, y- your conversation with him was a lot different than my conversation with them. You guys, it, like, it's just, it's cool seeing different perspectives from different points of views and I, I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. So I definitely, I, I want to know more about you. So what what's kind of your backstory here? Like even before the podcast, what what's uh, what's your, like where'd you come from? Like, you know where'd what I, I mean? <laughs> where'd I come from? I, uh, yeah, no, I was, uh, I, I was born in Charleston, West Virginia. So you know, just always been, always been East Coast, but no, I, I loved West Virginia. It was a great state to grow up in. Yeah. Uh, I um, went to like middle school, high school in um, a town called Hurricane, West Virginia. It's actually spelled like hurricane, but you pronounce it hurricane. So no you're way. Hurri- yeah. So it's funny. Cause like <laughs> people make fun of us. It's like, Oh, you mean hurricane West Virginia? It's like, no, it's hurricane. Like I went to hurricane high school. Like it's just, well, <laughs> it's just what it's called. But, uh, but no, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a cool, I mean, it was a really great place to grow up. Everybody is so just really kind and like, you know, has a, like, you know what I mean? Like the, everybody really cares about each other. Like you yeah. feel safe. Like it's just, it's just a cool, a cool place to grow up. Everybody is, um, really great there. Yeah. Just um, like small town vibe kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I, my high school was a good size, you know, we yeah. were triple A and like, um, 
So it was, um, so I got, you know, the kind of a smaller town feel, but, a, you know, a good sized high school. And that's so uh, funny. I had these same exact experience where really? we weren't like a huge town by any means. We're like 24,000 people, which I mean, it's still pretty big, but we only had yeah. one high school. So our high school is one of the biggest ones in the state. So that's yeah, cool. it's, it's funny. It is, it is a really cool experience. And I don't know if you felt the same way, but I loved growing up where I grew up. But once everybody moved out and all my friends moved away, I was like, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> the magic no, it, has it, gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's um, it was. Yeah. Like you said, it was cool to, to grow up there, but it's also cool to have new experiences. And, um, you know, my family's still there and my my husband's family um, is there as well. Uh, so, you know, we get to go back all the time yeah. and, and visit there, which is which is cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I um went to school there and it was let's see I, I went to undergrad at West Virginia University so okay. it was like three uh three three and a half hours north from where I grew up and um and that was a cool experience that you know the town's Morgantown and really great sports programs and had a really awesome you know college experience my uh my major was exercise physiology and um, they had a great program for that there, which is cool. And I did like I did like a, a specialty in aquatic therapy as well. So I got a really good mix of, of different like therapies and health and different choices. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is what does aquatic therapy consist of? It's like pretty much physical therapy in the pool. Okay, I've heard is, this from a few people that have suggested it to me, and oh, I've never should, really it, tried it, anything. Yeah, you know, I originally I did it because my my first plan was, well, it was kind of like I knew I liked learning about the body and I, I really liked anatomy and, and and things like that, and I didn't want to be a medical doctor. I, you know, I'm not a fan of I just myself like I didn't love medicine. I didn't love shots. Like I didn't want to be in that world. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was like, well, it's you know, I I grew up playing basketball. Like I like sports I like the body like I I want to do something like that um so my first instinct was to do physical therapy so um there's a WVU has a really great PT program there so um everybody was like well if you do this aquatic therapy almost like a minor but it wasn't but um but they were like yeah if you do this program it really helps you get into the PT program so um so I did the aquatic therapy program and it's it's cool because it's basically like I was saying, like physical therapy in the pool, um, super beneficial because it's it's getting the weight off of your joints. Yeah. So, like, uh, like obviously athletes and it's great. And then, but then there's also you have like you know like elderly and and older people that they need to really get that movement in. But it's just it, it's hard because it's so hard on their joints. Like a you know if somebody has knee surgery, it's really tough to do some of these workouts. But if you get in the pool, it's like whole new world in there so it, it's pretty cool to see yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty neat um what like what would you suggest so let's say i was having like i don't know i've been having like weird like hip <clears throat> this is just me asking for advice by the way sorry yeah, <laughs> i'm having like hip tightness you know like is that something you can work out in the pool or yeah definitely definitely and um yeah, you know, I, I am a chiropractor i don't like i don't know if we said that or not but, yeah. <laughs> but i mean getting, getting adjusted is going to be amazing for that as well because like if your if your hips are shifted out of alignment which with the you know the amount of running and and hiking that you do it's you know they probably are a little bit yeah um you have to think of like you know your muscles are hooked to you know your hip bones and like it they connect everywhere so if you have 
shifting, your muscles are going along with it. So that can cause a lot of tightness, a lot of spasm, and then also a lot of different health issues that, you know, because your nervous system controls everything. So if, they, if there's any shifts, it, it can control basically anything or, you know, mess with anything. So my first thing would be get adjusted. And then, uh, but then, yeah, incorporating some pool exercises would definitely be beneficial for yeah. sure. I keep meaning to get, like, actually start swimming again. But yeah. at five in the morning, there's nothing I want to do less than jump in a cold pool, you know? That's true. Do you have any like <laughs> indoor places close by? I guess? We do. Yeah. No, we have an indoor place and I'm sure it's warm. I'm sure the water is completely warm, I'm but I'm sure just like, it is. I do not want to do this right now. <laughs> so. I know. And like, I, I need to start getting more into the pool because like, uh, I, I'm doing my first triathlon in April. Oh yeah. Like, I wanted to like, talk man, to you about gotta- that. Yeah, like I mean, I, I got to start getting in the pool, and it's it's. Um, I know it's gonna have to be like I have to do it in the morning, yeah. and we have like a community pool like that's outside, and I can't complain too much because I'm in Florida, so I need to just you know get up and, and do it. But yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited about it. Well, let's skip to that real quick. What uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> what caused you to want to sign up? Like what and what distance is it? It is. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, I, I'm doing it with, with a few other people, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% if it's the classic or the international, but there's not a huge difference, but okay. I'm pretty sure, like, I could be off a tiny <laughs> bit, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's, like, maybe 0.9 swim, okay. um, 22, 24-mile bike, and then the run six miles. Nice, that's awesome. So, it's, yeah, it's not off, I mean... It's, it'll probably be really tough, but it's not like my first in, my first thought was like, oh gosh, it's going to be like a marathon, but I'm like, oh, well, six miles compared to a marathon sounds pretty good. So. Yeah. Yeah. The swim yeah, but, seems intimidating though. Like, are you a swimmer? Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I grew up doing swim team. Like that was kind of my first sport pretty much. So, which is kind of cool when I think about it, because it's kind of like, uh, I got to get the basics down at a young age. Um, not saying that I'm an amazing swimmer. Like I wasn't, winning everything yeah <laughs> but um but i think i have like the basics down enough to feel comfortable but i've never done like an open water swim because it's going to be in, at south beach so it's going to be like open water it's going to be pretty warm outside um so i think i don't know I, I think i'm i think i'm most nervous about the open water swim yeah and i don't know but i, I know it'll be okay but it's just i think that I, I'm, I'm most nervous about that for sure well that'd be good though because once you get that done you're like oh the rest of this, this is a piece of cake like i've really, right you know open water <laughs> swim though i've never done that i've never i've never competed in a triathlon even though i want to but the open yeah. water just the f- open water the fact that it's in open water it seems intimidating <laughs> right. a bit yeah i think I don't, I think I'm more afraid of like getting kicked in the face than I am of a shark. And I don't know if that's like the most logical, I, I'm going to tell myself that's what it is, even though it might not be true, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting for sure. But, you know, I like, I really wanted to do one a few years ago and I like, um, man, I think it was, I'll have to think back on the years. It was like two years ago, it was before I, I got pregnant with um, with our daughter Maddox. But I did my first half marathon with uh, with two of my friends, Stephanie and Nicole, and um, and it was really cool. Like it was funny because like I talked them into it, and they they did so. We we all did so great. It was it was such a great experience. Um, it was over at uh, Fort DeSoto, which is like right by Saint Petersburg, 
okay. and uh, here in Florida. And uh, it, it was it was cool. I'd, that's the longest like I've ever gone. Even like training, I didn't go past ten miles. So um, so that the race day like it was literally the farthest I've ever run. That's but so I, cool. I, yeah, but I felt good. I think like at mile eight, I was that's when I kind of had for a minute. I was like, oh gosh, like <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? But uh, but I think once I got past mile eight, you kind of I kind of got that you know that second win and, and, and we, we finished we finished all together. But um, but I, I kind of had like before the year started, I was like I want to do a half marathon and there's a sprint triathlon that summer and I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna just gonna keep the cardio up and add in the bike and swim, do the sprint marathon or yeah the sprint triathlon that summer. And I was super excited about it. We were living over in uh, Palm Harbor, which is closer to like uh, Clearwater, over on the on the Gulf side of Florida. And I we we did the half marathon, and then a month later, I found out that I was pregnant with with our daughter. <laughs> so, and it was like I, I know you have daughters. I'm sure your your wife had <laughs> some of these issues as well. But I was so sick yeah. for like three months. It was. Like I couldn't do it. Like I was, it was awful. Isn't that it? But, like the first three months is the morning sickness and all that. Yeah. Like joy. typically <laughs> the joy. Yeah. Yeah. Typically if you're going to have it, it's during those three months and like, oh man, she made those three months count. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so long story short, I, um, I decided not to do <laughs> the sprint triathlon, even though yeah. like I probably could have, but I just wasn't feeling up to it to even attempt to train. So, yeah. So I, I, but I knew I wanted to do it after I got recovered and back to my normal self. And, um, I finally feel like I'm, I'm like there finally. So, um, yeah, so my daughter, she'll be two in January, which is crazy. I know, you know how fast that goes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so I just, just, I just wanted to do it. You know, I grew up always like I played basketball from like second grade to senior year of high school and got talked into playing soccer my senior year of high school and tennis senior year of high school like I I enjoyed doing like like athletics and I yeah you know it's things like that just being around that atmosphere so um just kind of miss it you know yeah definitely were you still athletic when you went to college or did that kind of fade away because I know for a lot of people it definitely fades away during the college years yeah you know it's it's one of those things like I I went to a bigger school like I didn't even attempt to like play basketball at a smaller school. You know, I just went there. I did some intramural stuff and yeah. just, you know, had and just did that kind of thing. Like I didn't, I didn't try, you know, my, my five, four, you know, tall height didn't get me very far in the <laughs> basketball. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get you walk on at West Virginia. <laughs> did not get me that Dang walk it. on. <laughs> Dang it. Um, but, so yeah. So no, I, I didn't really, um, other than just, you know, just, working out and not even working out that much that was kind of my slacker years so yeah. uh, I did some 5ks during college but that was you know about the extent of that so yeah definitely and then so you ended up moving to Florida and yeah. is that where you went to like chiropractic school yep yep there's like there's a handful of chiropractic schools like there's not like one in every state so it was basically like I'm either gonna go to one somewhere cold <laughs> or yeah. somewhere warm and like I, you know, West Virginia, it's the winter, like, man, winters, it just drags on and like, it's just crazy. I mean, I know you, you were in Virginia for a yeah. bit. So, you know, like those months, it's like, it's winter 
And then it's just like gray and yeah. cold and there's no snow. It's just cold and like icy. And like, I was so, I, I, yeah. So I was, I was ready to get somewhere warm and just, just switch it up a little bit. Definitely. And, uh, yeah. So we moved, we moved to Florida and, uh, my, we weren't, we weren't married yet, but my, my husband, Travis, he, uh, we moved to Florida together and, uh, chiropractic school was in Port Orange, Florida. So it's, um, like right out, right beside Daytona. Okay. Pretty much. And Port Orange is a, it's, it's a pretty cool town. I really liked it there a lot. And, uh, and then from there, that is a, um, it's a, it's a three and a half year program. Okay. And the last three months are like an internship basically. So I, I did that three months in the, in Tampa with, uh, with a doctor. His name is Raul Serrano and he's awesome. And, uh, yeah, so I did that three months there and basically like you get like school credit for working in an office basically. And, uh, and that was, that was a cool experience because like he was at an office with, um, with another great doctor, um, named Dr. Sosa and, um, Dr. Serrano wanted to kind of break off and, and make his own office, his own like, you know, little like brand franchise kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so I decided to to go with him and um, help him open his office, and 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 that was a cool experience because like I got to see that whole process of like, like starting from nothing. Yeah, you did the and, whole uh, uh, what is it? What's that movie? Oh man, with Tom Cruise, remember? Oh, the uh, Show Me the uh, Money that movie <laughs> <laughs> where she leaves and they start their own business. Yeah, right, right. That but it was thing. left on good terms. Left on good terms, though. So yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So all great friends with, with both of those guys still. So that's awesome. But, uh, yeah. So you yeah. went to it was Palmer, right? Yep, went to Palmer. So Palmer, Iowa as well. Yeah, and I grew up like right by it. So I grew up so in cool. Muscatine, Iowa, which was right below Davenport. And I, I just, when you texted me or sent me a message and you said you were, um, you went to Palmer, I was like, whoa, in Iowa, that's so cool. <laughs> and I remember we'd play rugby against them when I was in college and their rugby team was like legitimately just a bunch of badasses. Oh, I'm sure. And they would destroy us. And the joke was always like, hey, they're just trying to get clients, you know, <laughs> so they beat right. us up. And then we'd be like, we need chiropractic. Right. <laughs> We need to, we need to get in that uh, in the student clinic, but yeah, yeah exactly. no, I I believe it. Yeah, they um yeah that school is it's it's legit, and they have like yeah they have legit like sports teams, and because I think where the the Florida it, it's um I mean it's it's a good size, but it was like I think nine hundred students, yeah, so it was smaller. There was some intramural stuff, but they we didn't have any like organized sports teams like they did, but um. But yeah, no, it was, it was cool. And you know, that was a cool experience too, because like I got the big college experience from WVU and then I got like the small school experience from going to Palmer, which is basically like a college high school. Yeah. Um, which yeah, so it was, it's, it's pretty cool, but, um, yeah, that's cool. You get to make like relate, you you get to form relationships with your professors and teachers and, you know, and like actually learn from them more one-on-one, which is pretty neat. Yeah. And like, um, and then the class, you know, you, you have the same classes with the same group and um, you, you get a lot closer to people you didn't know before. Yeah. And and I think that's, you know, that's probably, you know, part of the best experience of that because I, you know, we went to Florida not knowing anybody basically, you know, and um, in, in two people that I met in chiropractic school were in our wedding. So that's it's cool. cool to see how close 
you can, you know, just meet so many really great people and stay in touch with. And uh, it's cool. It's cool to see all the connections that, that I've been able to make. Yeah, definitely. Are you still in that same area of Florida? I don't know much about, like, I've been to Florida, but <laughs> I don't know much about, like, the geography, I guess. So I'm always yeah. just like, I don't know. Everyone in Florida is like 60 miles away from the other place, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, um, well, you know, whenever I, you know, we, I helped um, Dr. Serrano and, you know, helped him with with opening his office and, you know, just, just helped out a lot. And, um, and, and that was a cool process. And I really learned so much, like, just about, I mean, everything as far as like the practice and opening and marketing, like it was super valuable. And, uh, and that was over in that area that was in Palm Harbor. So that's like, uh, on the Gulf coast closer to like, you have Tampa and okay. Clearwater and, um, and then obviously, you know, ocean. Right. So, um, so from there it's about an hour 45 to Orlando. Okay. And then from Orlando to Daytona is about an hour 15. So, if that kind of helps at all. Nice. It, it does. Oh. All right, cool. Because <laughs> I'm always like, I don't know, Florida's so skinny, you can probably drive right. really right. fast across it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Do you Kinda. like, so after moving down there, um, and you, like you said, you don't know anybody, which is tough. Like you probably had a great community back in West Virginia because that's where you grew up, but it takes right. some guts to just move somewhere new and start a life. Like how long did it take you to kind of feel comfortable in that spot um I think because I was in school it happened a lot quicker because I was surrounded by people all day because like what because it is a three and a half year program it's basically all day every day yeah um with the same people so you you're kind of forced into you know friendships and connections and um so I think it, it happened pretty quickly and like I feel like I can find like people with good intentions pretty quick like I've always had like a I can kind of tell who has my best interest at heart I guess if that makes sense like um so you know I've made some some pretty awesome like friends and and connections to that so I mean I would say pretty quick I mean I would say in the first month or so I felt you know pretty comfortable with with everybody and in in the situation and stuff so um so yeah it was definitely an awesome experience just kind of putting yourself out there like that because it is kind of scary and um you know I think it helped too I know it helped too you know with with Travis you know coming with me and I had somebody there and um so that definitely helped a lot too yeah definitely so when did the podcast like when did it come into your mind like oh I should start a podcast yeah so to kind of backtrack a little um so once we, we got that practice going over closer to Clearwater, right, with Dr. Serrano, um, and, you know, the practice is doing great, um, that was when I, like, about a year into that, I found out that I was pregnant. And then I, that's when I was started getting really, really sick. Um, so at kind of the peak of that, I was like, man, I'm just, like, I'm throwing up every hour. Like, I can't even work at this point. Like, it's just really hard. So, um, you know, so I, I ended up, you know, just – being like, Hey, I'm going to take a break. Like I really just need to like, just be, you know, just chill just kind of, you know, feel better, get back on my feet. So, uh, so I ended up just, you know, taking a break from the office, you know, just having that time to really kind of get a hold of the whole situation. Right. And, um, yeah. And in that meantime, we decided that we're going to move, um, to the Orlando area. 
And um, it was closer to where my husband's main work office was. So that way he wouldn't have to like, most of his job, he actually gets to work from home, which is really cool. But if not, he has to go to either Orlando or Jacksonville or Gainesville and like stay a night or two. And it was kind of like, you know, if I'm pregnant and sick, it makes it kind of hard. And uh, plus his, his sister and his brother lived in Orlando. So we at least have some family. Yeah. So, um, so we moved over to Orlando and, um, and, um, that was after we had Maddox. So, you know, we, we had Maddox, we moved to Orlando and once I started to get a good routine with, with, with Maddox, cause you know, that's a whole process, just learning like, you know, how to be a mom and how to oh, just get totally. the schedule and the routine down. It's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. It's like the best job ever, but it's the hardest job ever. For sure. I, People don't like, I mean, yeah, it's. It's something until you experience it. You're like, yeah. how hard can it be to just like stay at home? And you're like, no, it's really right. <laughs> ridiculously hard. <laughs> right, because I mean, you had you had kind of that experience too, right? I you did. were like stay at home dad for a little bit, right? Yes, and it was it was exhausting because like from six thirty in the morning to ten o'clock at night, like you're at work. <laughs> Which exactly. there's no at, breaks, there's no sick days. Well, <laughs> right. that's true, and at the same time, you're kind of like you sort of feel guilty about being exhausted because you're like, I'm just hanging out with my kids. Like not everyone gets the opportunity to do this, but it is exhausting at times, you know? Oh yeah. And so rewarding. And like, yeah. And like you said, like you just want to enjoy every second of it because people would kill for that opportunity. So I'm extremely grateful for that. And, um, so once I started to kind of, it wasn't like an every hour awake kind of thing. And I started feeling more (laughs) rested. Yeah. I, I started really like, I, I knew, you know, just being somebody who obviously like I've been working in a busy office, like we were seeing, you know, hundreds of patients a week and really like helping them with their wellness at like a core level. Like people weren't coming to the office for pain. They were coming for like whole body wellness. So like nutrition, fitness, um, you know, obviously chiropractic, like it was, so we were seeing like major health transformation. So like when you're used to seeing that every day and helping people and like being in that world, it's really hard not to be in it. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, and it's, but at the same time, like I really, I wasn't ready to leave Maddox yet. So, um, so I'm like, you know, just <laughs> trying to brainstorming, just like, how can I help people and connect with really awesome people doing really inspiring things, but still be able to be here with her because that's the most important thing. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, so I'm just trying to, you know, just kind of <laughs> trying to figure it out. And, um, and I don't I remember, like, I remember the day that I decided to do it. I can't remember exactly what triggered it. And I like, I want to be like, it was like a Gary Vaynerchuk video or something because yeah. he's amazing. And so like, and he's like been super into audio lately, but it was probably after like one of those videos or something. But I was basically like, I had a day where I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast and like, <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. So, like, I started um, getting that ready and, like, literally researched how to make it on iTunes. And it said to make it, you have to have one episode. So, I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to practice. I'm just going to record something. So, I pulled up GarageBand, talked for, like, 11 minutes about why chiropractic care is important. And I'm like, well, this wasn't really that bad. So, I'll just publish this one. So, I published that as the first episode and yeah just published it and that was like um that was at the end of march so like it it happened pretty quick and um and then i think the first 
guest was like the end of March or like the first week or so of April. And then just, just haven't looked back from there. Yeah. You've been, you've been like putting out a crazy amount of episodes, which is so cool. It's a lot of work, but it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a lot of, well, I, 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 uh, you know, you, you told me like in an email before we did this podcast that your year has been a year of action and consistency. Um, like how have you made that a priority and how have you been successful doing that? Cause I know a lot of people come up with these, like I've done it a billion times where I come up with an idea Oh, me too. and I'm really excited about it. And then yeah. after like a couple of weeks, that idea, the excitement fades and I'm like, well, not doing that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, Chris. Cause like, it's, I don't know, like, I, you know, I've made a million goals before too. And like that haven't went through and like, I'm still, I probably still do, you know, like it's, I feel like that that's always going to happen to some degree, but like, um, you know, I had a, like a day, I think after I got really excited about like, I'm going to start a podcast, I didn't, I didn't like take time to think about it. I, I just jumped into it. And that's, that's not really like me. Like that's just not usually how I work because I, my natural tendency is to kind of care what other people think, Yeah. which, so I think because I, I jumped into it so quick, I didn't really have time to be afraid because I did it so quick. Um, so I started that pretty quickly. And once I started doing it, it, it gave me a lot of confidence to do other things. But, um, but I think a big part of it and, but see, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy too. Cause I've obviously, I've written down goals before, but I wrote down that I wanted to start a podcast. I wrote down that I wanted to also have like a blog and a website that way I can kind of have everything in one place. And, um, and I knew it was always important to me. Like I wanted to have something to where I could give back to kids in need because I really like working with families and kids. And I know there's a lot of kids, especially in Florida and other places as well that, that really need the extra help. Um, and it's, it's also been on my heart that I want to write a book and a children's book. So like I wrote all this stuff down and, um, and I think because like I, it's, you know, it's one of those things like I'm, I love all of those things and I would be able to tie them all together. Like they weren't a list of things that were totally random. Like I could kind of intertwine them somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think it was just a combination of just like, uh, I just had more urgency, I think. And I didn't think about it. I didn't overthink. I wasn't trying to make anything perfect. I just kind of jumped into it. Yeah. And I think I just, I, I acted so quick that I didn't have time <laughs> to get scared. So I, I don't know. Like it was just crazy how like it all, and I, and I think everything started to fall in place a lot easier. So I felt like I was on the right track. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's like, what's been the difference between these goals this year and some of your goals in the past that haven't necessarily transformed into anything? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh... Is it, I mean, did you write down the ones in the past? Is it really truly just like the power of writing down goals or is it something else? Is it combined with like I know when I was staying at home with the girls last year, I was like, I need a project to myself, like for myself, you know, that doesn't have that. Like, I love being stay at home dad. I love being Mr. Dad, but I also need a project where I can like that doesn't involve the kids necessarily. I think it's, I think it's a lot of both. And I, I think the difference, cause like when I think about it now, like 
when I wrote down goals in the past, maybe, maybe it was just wrong timing or, or, you know, that's possible, but it was more like a list. And the way I wrote them down this time, it was just different. Like I felt like I was writing it down, like it was going to happen. Like, because it wasn't just a list. It was more like an outline of how it would happen. Gotcha. So it felt more like, like a diagram of like, this is how it's going to play out as opposed to like, this is just a random list of things that may or may not happen. Uh, I had actual time frames on this one. Like it was just, I don't know. It just felt more, it felt more like a plan and not like a wish list. You know um, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Cause you, yeah, I've I, like every new year I make a list of like goals for this <laughs> <Sure>. year. <laughs> and then I look back like in December, I'm like, man, I just totally forgot about this list. Right. <laughs> um, did you have it visible to you every day or was it like, I mean, cause it sounds like you have more of an actual, like it's a blueprint, you know, more it, than it is. It is kind of like a blueprint. I don't look at it every day, but I know exactly I can see it. Like I, like I can see it. Like, cause I just, yeah. I, I have it available if I want to, but, uh, yeah, but you know, I, you asked me if, if it was just a list, but I mean, obviously it's not just a list, I'm, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure that helps, but I think obviously, you know, when you have, uh, you know, a, a, a kid too, like, I think it kind of, um, I think it increases the urgency a little bit because obviously you want the best for them as well. And they want, you want them to see you as a, you know, positive role model doing great things. So it's kind of like you don't have any, that time to put it off anymore. Yeah. So I think that just added to like the urgency and like when I wrote it, I knew like, I just like knew I was going to do this stuff. So like, I just was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I know the only way to do it is to be super consistent. Um, and I wanted, and uh, yeah, because I, I, like, I knew, like, I can't just, like, put out, um, one podcast and, like, maybe a few months later do another one or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to have some type of consistency and, um, and I knew, like, I was going to. So, uh, just kind of, like, and now it's, like, if I feel like I'm not going to have a certain amount of podcasts ready, like, I'll, like, I'll make sure that it's going to happen because I know, like, I kind of made that promise to myself. So, just, just trying to be super consistent with it. And it's, I mean, it's working and the connections and, and you know, like the connections you make from, from doing a podcast is just like, it's really cool. It is. Yeah, it totally. It's, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like an excuse to email people that you wouldn't <laughs> normally have an excuse to like chat with. You're just like, Hey, I have a podcast. Do you want to chat? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Right. <laughs> Isn't like, it cool? like everybody's so cool. Yeah. You're just talk. You're asking people to talk about like the things that they're passionate about and everyone's always going to want to do that, you know? Right. Which right. is, which is awesome. So how did you come up with the name? Oh man. I like, <laughs> Oh, I, I can't remember exactly. I think I had like, I had the name before I thought about doing the podcast because like I had a Facebook group because I was starting to like, because I'm into like a lot of natural wellness stuff and I had a lot of like um, friends or like moms who were asking me like how to use some like more natural alternatives like essential oils and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, I need a name for this this Facebook group. And I had it down to unlock wellness and something else. And I can't remember. I can't even remember what the other <laughs> the other choice was. But um, so I made this Facebook group unlock wellness. And um, I had a few people comment on the name. They're like, Oh, that's a great name. It's a like, cool name. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> I was about to so say I was that. like. Yeah, so like I think, and then whenever I started like making the list of stuff I want to do, 
I'm like, well, everything I'm going to do is going to be under unlock wellness. So whether it's, yeah, I mean, literally whatever it is, that's going to be kind of like the umbrella to whatever else happens. Yeah. So, uh, cool. yeah, so I just kept rolling with it. Well, I love it because it's, it's the idea that everyone has access to their own wellness. Like every single person has access to their own wellness, but you just have to know the little like codes to unlock it. You know, you have to know exactly. what works for you and everyone's different. Um, but there are some things that everyone could be doing better, you know? Yeah. And, and I liked it too, because it doesn't, it doesn't limit it to one subject because wellness is such a broad thing because I mean, wellness isn't just fitness or nutrition yeah. or chiropractic. It, I mean, it's, it's mindset, it's well being. it's literally everything. Um, that's why yeah, I can have these cool people on that just have inspiring stories that are inspired, inspiring people to live up to their fullest potential because all of that's wellness. All of that plays into just being well and being your best self and yeah. un unlocking your potential uh, basically, you know what it is. So it's, it, it's cool. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting because you know, I don't know if you read the same stuff because I've looked online. It's like, hey, how to make a podcast? And and one of the tips that a lot of places give is like, you know, be very specific about your subject area, you know, mm -hmm. like focus in on one spot, like one thing. And I'm like, man, that sounds right. boring. Like, I don't right. want to talk <laughs> about running every week. Like, I don't like that. I don't, you know, I yeah. couldn't talk about the same exact thing every week. I think I think I would lose passion and then I wouldn't do it, you know? So right. I'm like, it's important for me because I'm kind of the same way where I'm like, I just want to talk to some cool people. Like everyone has some interesting stories to share right. and, and advice to share. And like, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to do that. <laughs> no, for sure. And you do a great job at it. I, Cause I think, I mean, yeah. I mean, if somebody, I don't think it matters. Like if somebody has an inspiring story, like they climbed a mountain or if somebody has an inspiring story that they, lost 200 pounds or yeah or whatever i mean it doesn't matter what that is like you're gonna take away like a piece of inspiration to help you achieve whatever you're trying to achieve yeah like obviously you know your goal might not be to lose 200 pounds but you know i'm sure josh's story resonated with you in a way that makes you want to be a better version of yourself oh totally and it's like you know i for me it's like i've never really struggled with that like josh had or some other people have but i can right. totally relate to all the advice and all the like overcoming adversity that they're talking about you know because we all have For adversity sure. it's just in different forms and the the way he overcame you know being 400 pounds like you can use that same advice to overcome basically anything in your life you know mm -hmm. which is no for sure which is super cool um so you you do uh you've had quite a few like plant based athletes and plant based um people on your podcast. Do you want to talk a little right. about that? Wait, and also I want to say this: it's super cool. You had a few guests who this morning were on Good Morning America, which is so awesome, right? Well, so <laughs> so have you now? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's they're so awesome. Like uh, you know, Josh Lazani and Tim Coffin, um, Marcus Cook has come on you know, just transformations in their health. And yeah, and they're starting to get a lot of recognition for it. Just um, they were in People Magazine a few days ago. And then all of a sudden, they're heading to New York to be on Good Morning America, which is, which is cr pretty, pretty cool. And um, I'm extremely excited for them. It's uh, just one of those another example about how you can really make some awesome 
friends from having these guys on. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I have actually, it's, it's funny. Cause like I've, I've had a lot of plant-based people on lately and it wasn't really, uh, my game plan to have such a big amount of those guests like, uh, in a row, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but everybody was like, Oh, you should have this person. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it was like, I mean, the connections just, it's, it's a really cool community. Uh, I think a lot of people think, uh, vegan or plant-based community, they think a lot of negativity and I'm sure there is groups that are like that. But if you get into like, if you find a cool community of people that are doing that, but still keeping it positive, just leading by example, you're going to get really cool people like Josh Lajani and, you know, Tim Kaufman's and like all these type of people who are just promoting like love and just eating healthy. And, um, yeah, so it's, they've been really cool and really amazing. And, um, but yeah, so I actually, whenever Maddox was two months old, so this would have been, uh, like February going on March of, um, you know, last year, she'll be, uh, she'll be two in January. But, um, I was like, I, I noticed like I had the first few months after she was born, I, I had mastitis. So I was like, I'm just trying to get inflammation down and, um, she was also having some like gassiness, like nothing hardcore, but like it was enough to where I needed to like, I, I, I wanted to switch some things in my diet, even though like I was eating really healthy. I just knew I could do even better. Um, I knew dairy is a big one whenever you're dealing with like the gassiness, the, the, the fussiness. So um, I had kind of researched a bit about it before I, I made that switch. Um, but I'm like, well, if I'm going to cut dairy I'm gonna cut meat too because it, it, it actually had been something like that I wanted to do for a while I just never had like um a good enough excuse to where I could be like I'm doing this like and then nobody can bother me about it right because yeah. if I'm saying oh I'm not gonna eat meat or dairy because it's helping me nurse like nobody's gonna bother me about that like, you know, <laughs> That's you know true. what I mean like, yeah the social pressures like, hey. go away when it's when it's about babies and nursing so I'm like, man, this gives me like the perfect excuse. Like, I'm just gonna, use, I'm just gonna run with this and like That's never hilarious. go back. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I decided I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna do it. Um, I first got interested in it when I listened to uh, Rich Roll's book, Finding Ultra. Yeah. Have you? I know you know Rich Roll. Have you? Have you read that book? I've, I believe I've read like half half of it. I have so many books on my bookshelf where I've read half, and there's really yeah. no excuse why I didn't finish because I was enjoying it. It's such I just, a good book. Yeah, and I I love his podcast, so I'm I'm a big fan of his. Uh, and I need to go back and finish the book because also I'm a sucker for any book about endurance racing. You know, right. and that's what half the book is about. So, um, so yeah, it's called Finding Ultra, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And I I think I saw it originally. Like I think somebody posted a picture of it like on Instagram just a while back, and I just randomly picked it to listen to it, but uh. But yeah, no, after I listened to it, it was just, it was just so great and he's awesome. And then I started listening to his podcast and then yeah, that led me to a few more books and a few more people to follow on social media and more yeah. books and documentary, you know, it was just like kind of like that rabbit hole of just information that I had never really looked into before. But so I, um, yeah, so I'd been like kind of looking into it for a few years up to that. And then, you know, Maddox just gave me that perfect excuse to, to get me out of the, the social, yeah. the, the social press. So I, um, I, I jumped into it and so it's been, you know, almost two years and it's going really great. Like just as far as energy and like weight stability and 
I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. Yeah, I love how, it. How did you feel a month into it? You know, like how did, w- w- did you ever get to a point where you're like, this is really hard or was it as soon as you made the decision, you're like, no, this is a piece of cake. Um, I think where I had researched it for so long and it had been like a, a time coming, like, I, I think it was, it was pretty easy. Like, I don't, I don't think I ever craved anything. I was never huge into dairy, um, or at least I wasn't huge into dairy that last, the last few years before I did it. I would, you know, either had organic dairy or like grass fed beef. I was more like, I was eating well, you know, like I yeah. was really into nutrition. I was, I was just doing more like organic dairy, grass fed beef, organic chicken, like stuff like that. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't think it was that hard. I, chicken was already gone for me because chicken made me sick while I was pregnant. So like I knew that was never happening again. There you go. <laughs> it, <laughs> so, you know, it wasn't, it was a lot easier than I think. And, and that's what I hear from a lot of people. Like people will be like, it's a whole lot easier than I expected because there's different alternatives. Like, you know, you can sub avocado or hummus or, um, yeah, like it was just a whole lot easier than I thought. And it also made me have to be more creative with different meals and like tried more foods. And, um, it's been really, it's been really cool and I loved it, but, um, you asked me how I felt. So I I felt like the energy felt great. Um, you know, obviously post-pregnancy, you know, a lot of, you know, people are concerned about like, weight. I, I had gained a pretty, I like, I did pretty well as far as weight gain pregnant. Um, so it, you know, I lost it pretty quick, but that really helped on that end, um, as well. So, yeah. What, uh, like what, what's like a normal meal for you right now? Cause I'm just, I've done it in the past. I've definitely been plant-based in the past and I felt great. And then just slow, like for me, I've slowly fallen off of it and like gone back to, uh, you know, where I would just eat meat like during the weekends. And then that slowly built back into, uh, more often, but, uh, but yeah, it's a big process for sure. It is. So it's, what's it's like a, a dinner, I guess? Oh man. Um, I mean, it switches up and, and see, like we, we've done like more elaborate stuff, but it's easy for me to be basic with it too. <laughs> like, yeah. I can probably give you a dinner that's so boring. No, um, that's cool. I love the boring dinners. I'm a big fan right. of boring dinners. <laughs> well, you know what? Like my husband's actually like a really good cook and he's, he's not, he's not vegan, but, um, uh, but since, but since I am now, like he's been so awesome with like, it's, um, he'll make more plant-based dinners because he knows like, I'm not going to eat meat. So it's kind of like, it'd be a time waster. So, but, so it's been cool because he's been really super accommodating, which has been amazing. Um, so if he cooks, it's actually pretty good. If if I cook, it's probably pretty boring. (laughs) Um, but I mean, like, I man, I'm trying to think. Uh, put me on the spot. Well, I'll so I'll eat like my breakfast and my lunch is generally the same, and so I'll usually have like a bowl of oatmeal in the morning with some peanut butter. Yeah. And yeah. then for lunch, I'll bring to school. I'll either bring quinoa, <laughs> and that's it. Like quinoa, and I'll throw in some like spinach. Um, right. Or I'll just <laughs> lately. This is so embarrassing, but lately I just haven't had time to make anything in the morning. So I'll just open up a can of black beans and pour them all into a Tupperware and then yeah. literally just heat up the black beans and eat that That's and like hilarious. an apple. And it's so That's gross. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. No, because I do the same thing. Okay. I totally do the same thing. I'm guilty of the black bean, yeah. the, the black bean quick, quick fix. No, I mean, yeah, you, mis- you mentioned quinoa. Like, 
yeah, Keen was awesome, you know, different stuff with brown rice. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever veggies, you know, you can stir fry veggies. Um, yeah. whether it's sweet potato fries, um, oh, those are the best. There's, I mean, there's, there's literally, I mean, literally anything like they have, um, you know, if we're going to do like pastas, like I, I, we typically buy brown rice pastas and it tastes awesome. Uh, like black, you can make bean burgers. Like there's, there's just a lot of different things you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if it's, if it's just me, like let's say Travis is out of town, I'm probably just going to have like a baked potato and like a salad with like beans and maybe some brown rice, like pretty basic stuff. Yeah. But if he cooks, it's probably something pretty cool. So. Like more fancy, uh- <laughs> or, you know more flavorful yeah definitely well what's um you know you always hear the term junk food vegan you kind of describe what that means yeah it's definitely a real thing for sure because like i mean somebody can like an oreo's vegan or if you want like a bag of um you know potato chips if it's not like a cheddar you know not like a dorito but yeah uh i mean a lot of things are vegan just because there's no meat or dairy but they're super fried or like have really bad oils or a lot of sugar um so i don't like it, it's hard because if somebody goes vegan and they don't have all the information they can be like oh well i can eat this this cake or this cookie or this really sugary candy because there's no egg or meat or dairy but it's it's still having negative effects on your body so like i'm not somebody who's going to be sitting here with a bag of of jolly ranchers i'm gonna pick on the jolly ranchers because somebody from work gave travis a bag and i need to like get rid of those really quick (laughs) (laughs) but uh but no like i'm not sitting around eating a lot of candy like i still like it it changes your palate i feel like if i eat something really bad it just doesn't taste good or it tastes fake it's It's just too um, sweet almost right yeah so it's just crackers and stuff like that's so bland to me now you know what i mean like you i eat like like I never ate a goldfish, whatever, you know what I'm talking about? I haven't eaten <laughs> right, goldfish right. since I was like 10 years old. But then like we had a kid and we're like, flavored, right? <laughs> yeah, we had a kid and we're like goldfish. I'm like, I'll try a handful of these. And I'm like, these are just bland. Like, right. That really, yeah. It's, you just, you get used to just different foods and like you, and it, it's crazy. Cause like I've had this conversation with a few people that have come on the podcast and it's like, whenever you're eating really bad, it's it's uh, if you eat something else bad, like let's say you haven't been doing good, you go to McDonald's, you grab a hamburger, like you're not gonna feel great after you eat that, but and you'll probably notice it. But like if you have been eating really well, your palate's kind of changed. You go to McDonald's and you have that hamburger, like you're gonna feel it. Like you feel it even worse <laughs> because you know what good feels like and you know yeah. what healthy feels like. But it's it's harder to see. You kind of lose some body awareness whenever you're going from bad food to add a little bit more bad food. From you're doing really well to you add in more, then you add in bad food. Like you you have more body awareness once you start to make those positive changes. Yeah, and it's funny because I was a few episodes ago I was talking with a guest like when you're eating when you're not eating good, you just are used to that and your body's used to that and you feel like that's normal. But then as soon as you start eating healthier, you're like, Oh, that wasn't normal at all. Mm -hmm. Like, how was I doing that for so long? Exactly. I know. And like, like I can't imagine just eating that. Like I don't even crave that stuff anymore. And it's, um, which is cool. Yeah. But there's, there's, but there's always like, it's definitely like people, I think 
think it's super restricting, but it really it, it's not because if you're eating the right types of plant-based foods, like you can literally eat as much as you want all day, every day, and you'd be pretty good. But yeah. so it's not like, I don't, I feel like it's the total opposite of restriction. Like I feel like it's given me a lot more freedom and less of like the guilt because I can, if I'm eating the right stuff, like I can just, you know, just go for it. So I, you know, it's, um, it's cool. And it's, it is becoming more mainstream, but at the same time, there's still a lot of work to do. Like I know we were talking about, you know, Josh and everybody going on good morning America today, but even in the episode, they didn't even mention it was on a plant-based diet. I noticed that there was like one guy that mentioned it. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's crazy how much influence like it has like some of these big networks, like they just, I mean, they, they just can't like, they're just told not to. Um, yeah, which is, which is yeah. weird. Yeah. Cause that was like an eight minute segment and, Oh, it was a long segment. And that that's a big part of like, it was like basically plant-based and running accountability group. <laughs> so yeah. You yeah. left out a big portion for sure. I yeah. mean, it's still awesome. It's still amazing. It but is. It's, I was it's, hoping, it's crazy though. I'm hoping that more people actually like, contact him and look into what he does so they can get like yeah. a deeper message i guess you know because eight minutes is great but like you know you don't get to see how um like how his personality is so awesome and hilarious so and great. inspiring <laughs> like you know what i mean all in eight minutes yeah. so just yeah digging deeper is is an important thing which actually to bring it back to just starting podcasts like that's the cool thing is you know, you can read an article online or read a book by somebody, but then by contacting them and actually having a conversation, you get to learn, you get to learn more about them and really see what their personality is like, which, exactly. is, which is so cool, you know? It is. It is cool just to get that, that deeper connection. And, um, yeah, no, so, so what they're doing is amazing and, and I'm, I'm super excited for them and it's, um, and it's getting there and like, I'm off for whatever people's personal choices on that on that subject, you know, like, uh, I, I'm not pushy at all. I just, I just do what I do and just put out information. If people have questions, I'm here. If, uh, but it, like, there's no judgment. Like I, you know, yeah. it's all just, just leading by example and that's exactly. just how I like to keep it. So yeah, it's cool. What, uh, like as we are kind of wrapping up here, what, sure, sure. what episodes of your podcast have really like changed the way you've you've thought about something you know like which episodes have been really transformational for you oh man there's like they're all man there's so many yeah there's so many and uh you know josh's josh was running one his was a big one i'm sure he was a big one for you too um just to see how like just how somebody's life can just how you you really like you have the power to like change your life like if you want to like you can do it and you know for him it was he was like you know so overweight and like for most people that's just like would be such a victim mentality state and I understand that um like I understand how why somebody would be in that type of state if they were there already because I mean that would be a lot of work to get out of that yeah um but I think you know in his case and I think it's um it's it's a pretty common theme with a lot of guests that have come on that like you have the ability <clears throat> to change whatever circumstance you're in, whether it is weight loss or whether it is you want to change your health or you want to change your consistency. And, um, and you had asked me about, you know, some of the, the goals and stuff. And like, you know, when I decided to, to start the podcast, like that was, 
that was a big decision and it kind of it but it changed a lot like it it didn't wasn't just like an, a platform to bring these cool people on but it changed a lot for me like personally so I think like all of it in in a whole has like affected me so much and like yeah. I feel like to come on this pod like if you would have if you would have asked me on this podcast before I started my podcast like yeah. if you found me on the street like I would have been so scared like I probably would have <laughs> threw up I would have legit probably threw up before I came on like I would have been so scared yeah I feel like it's given me a lot more confidence to talk to whoever and like yeah it gave me confidence to to write a kid's book which is pretty cool and like Oh yeah, I um, wanted to mention that too. Yeah, can you mention that real quick? And then also the Unlock Wellness Project. Yeah, 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 I definitely will. It's just, it, it's cool. So it's like the podcast gave a lot of confidence to jump into other projects as well. So um, it was actually, it was actually cool. So I knew I wanted to write a book. It was in the, on that goal list, right? Or on that goal blue, blueprint. Well, blueprint. Well, blueprint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a list. Um, yeah, so I had a, I had a guest on um doctor uh, actually it was dr edward camacho and um i remember his episode it was 007 because we were joking about it oh that's awesome so, <laughs> 007. but uh but he had self-published a book and uh so i whenever i decided i was going to write a book and a children's book i kind of had an idea that the children's book would be first I, yeah um i had talked to him on the phone just asking him a few questions like uh like what company he used and in his process his um experience and I was like, yeah, like I want to do this kid's book and I have written down that I want to do it within five years. And he was like, well, is there a reason why you're waiting five years? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, I guess not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So literally by the time we, we had that conversation, I was like, yeah, why, why am I waiting five years? Like I'm, either that I'm going to put it off till like the very edge of that fourth year. Like that doesn't make sense. So, um, so literally between then and like, and like three months after that, maybe close three and a half, like I had a children's book written, illustrated That's on amazing. Amazon. That's so, so cool. It's like so quick, but it was so great. And I'm How super proud of it. How did you find someone to illustrate? I, I went through, um, and he had recommended the site for me, which is pretty cool. The, the site, it has like freelance workers and basically what they're either artists or literally any type of freelance tech people or like artists or anything like that um it's called upwork.com okay. it's like a u-p-w-o-r-k and uh, i just got on there and started looking through illustrators and the girl that i found her name is cynthia and she's amazing she's she's cool and what's cool about her she's actually in argentina so like she was so i'm like connecting with her and she's in argentina and she's amazing and like it's just great so i worked with her and um she was so just great to work with um it was a good fit and we just we just got it done i i wrote it and then i would kind of give her an idea of what i would like the pages to look like yeah and then we just kind of collaborate and she'd give me ideas and <clears throat> and that was really the that took the longest just getting the illustrations done but i mean i say longest but it was still like three and a half months so yeah. it was pretty quick that's so uh, cool what's it called uh maddox's trip to the chiropractor okay that's awesome yeah so that was gonna be a series of, of healthy children's like a healthy children's book series and that's the first one so i want to do like a nutrition one a fitness one um just you know so i, I have a few i at least want to do like three or four and still kind of just trying to figure out all of it so yeah uh, that's so but it was neat. cool that's just, so cool making like, a decision and just going yeah. for it it's just like like that's what i was kind of saying like if you you can make a choice and actually go through with it like you don't have to like put all these limits and boundaries like it's really just 
taking that first step, taking the action and just going for it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Taking the action. And then the yeah. Unlock Wellness Project, I've heard about yep. on your podcast a few times, but can you kind of share it yeah. here? Yeah. So I, like I was saying, and um, it was important for me to want to just start a, some type of project to give back. So um, I decided like along with the book, I'm going to start a project that's called the Unlock Wellness Project. So basically what that is for each book that is sold, uh, we're going to be donating a wellness bag to a kid in need. So a wellness bag is basically like a little a drawstring backpack, and it's going to have like um, like non-toxic, chemical-free essentials like shampoos and soap, shampoo, um, and like toothpaste, toothbrush, and just give it to organizations that are helping kids in need. So um, I actually have a shipment going out to um, it, it's a Houston, Texas, to some blood flood victims there. Um, I just linked up to an organization in the Orlando area that's called um, Community Hope Center. And it, it's pretty cool because they help families that are either homeless or like on the verge of homelessness. And um, I, I really like the work they're doing because it's, they're, they're super proactive. So like they'll really, they go out of their way to find families that are like on the edge of becoming homeless. So it's more like a proactive approach, which is kind of like, I kind of base everything around being proactive, right? Whether it's wellness or health. So I love their concept on that. Um, but for them, like their main need is like healthier snacks and things like that for the kids. So, um, so their bags are going to be a little bit more uh, customized to their needs. But uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's basically the project is a, we're going to be reaching out to a lot of organizations and, and donating for each book sold and um, just trying to expand that. And, uh, and yeah, I'm trying to, trying to think of what else, um, yeah, where eventually, can... oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say eventually, um, we're going to have some like just unlock wellness, like just, just simple shirts, just the same thing. If you, if you buy a shirt, that's going to contribute a bag or two. So, um, still finishing up that. So, uh, that's, but that's really we'll cool. Definitely... Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely purchase a sweet unlock wellness shirt for sure. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> what, uh, too i wouldn't be mad at all <laughs> where where can people <laughs> find more information about you and find your podcast and stuff yep so if you uh, if you go to my website it's it's dr casey johnson.com and it's uh casey with a k so it's at d-r-k-a-s-e-y johnson.com you can um you can either go you can find the social media links there there's also a listen button where you can see all of the the past guests um, probably the easiest way, you know, you can find that the, the unlock wellness podcast on iTunes. That's, you know, if you have the podcast app, that's, that's probably the best way to go. Um, but the book and stuff, you can find that just on the website or on Amazon. Either way is cool. And, um, basically every social media is, is at Dr. Casey Johnson and, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm trying to get better. But, you know, you can't, I, like I can't do all of them. I'm, I've decided. I'm like, I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm trying. But like Instagram and Facebook are my main. Yeah. Are my main thing. So that's nice. pretty easy. Pretty, pretty easy to find. Just uh, just Dr. Casey Johnson awesome. everywhere. So well, for yeah. the, so for, I was discussing this with my friend uh, a few weeks ago. And I, we, I decided that based off of that discussion, um, I have finally come up with a closing question for the podcast. All right. Just like it. over a year in. No big deal. Perfect. Am I the but, first one? 
I think so, yeah, because oh, I forgot to do it fun. last week. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, so I guess what we were talking about, what I was thinking is like, okay, so I've had all these guests on and they're all inspiring, you know, and you can draw inspiration from them, which is great. And I feel like that's step one, right? Like drawing the inspiration. Right. But and then I guess this is the question. How do we transform inspiration into action? So if someone just heard you talking, they're like, wow, like Casey was awesome. Like she's done all these really cool things. How can I apply that to my life? You know? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. So do you have any um, advice for him? I would say I, I, I would say like if you're going to like if you decide to write down what you really want to do, just pick one thing, like maybe the one thing that excites you and then act on it just act on that one thing because like I know just for myself personally I you know I had the list of the podcast the books the you know the website the book but the first thing I did was before I had a chance to be scared I started the podcast but because I started the podcast I got the connections to learn more about how to write a book and because of the podcast I got connected to people to help me with the project and it connected me with people to want to do a triathlon so because I just dove into the one thing, it kind of trickled down to get make me kind of brave enough to do other things. Um, so I think just like if you want to write down everything you want to do, that's cool. But just act on one and go hardcore at it for a few months and just see what it leads to. And if it's wrong, then pick something else. But at least like you've, you've dove in on something and it's going to lead to something good either way. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Casey. You, you rock and uh, I'm looking forward to you know, hearing from you in the future and, and following, following your podcast. So yeah, no, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm super honored that you uh, asked me to come on. It's like I said before, I, I love your podcast and I'm um, just excited just to be on here. So just thank you. Just keep up your amazing work. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. That'll wrap up the show. Uh, once again, follow Casey's supporter. She's awesome. It's the unlock wellness podcast and Dr. Casey Johnson with a K. D-R-K-A-S-E-Y Johnson. <laughs> I was too lazy to spell the last part there, but uh, I think you I think you understand. Um yeah, give her give her some support. Uh she's she rocks and like I said, her podcast really multiple times a week. If you just need a boost of encouragement or just to hear someone's perspective about being healthy and in all sorts of different manners, it's it's really good for that. And hopefully it'll help you transform some of that inspiration into action which is kind of our new our new focus on the show here um because it's easy to like be inspired for like a day (laughs) but how do you take that inspiration and actually turn it into some sort of positive action or positive steps in the right direction that's kind of the the new focus. And that's kind of the question we're going to be exploring. And I absolutely loved her answer to that question. Um, it's kind of like the Nike slogan. Just do it. Just do it. Have no fear. Just jump on in. So whatever your guys' goals are, whether it's starting a creative project like Casey did, signing up for a triathlon, um, or even just making a commitment to your health, just step into it. Just jump into it. No fear. Um, just get after it. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap that up for the week. I hope you guys have a good one, and we'll get back to you next week. Peace.